says, Psalm 148, 149, 150, all start with this idea of praise the Lord. And listen, this idea of praise the Lord, the way it is written, is not just this simple praise the Lord. Praise just if you want. If things are going right in your life, then praise the Lord if you want. No, this praise the Lord, the way it is written, has some horsepower. It has some meat. It's this whole idea of praise the Lord. Do you catch that? Do you catch what the writer's saying? Praise the Lord. All. Everybody. We're going to see the progression here. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to me. Thank you again, Morgan, for reading this. It says, praise the Lord. Again, some horsepower behind this. Not an option. That in all circumstances, we are going to praise the Lord. And it goes on to say, praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights above. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all the heavenly hosts. So we start up here. The writer, David, starts up here, and he's going to work his way down to eventually, not only are we going to start in the heavens, we're going to end in the ocean. We're going to start praising God from the heaven, the, the, the heavenly host, and we're going to work our way down. So we just got down there with the prayer. Now he's going to go in verse 3. It says, praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens. And you waters above the skies, let them praise the name of the Lord. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he has commanded that they were created. He set, he set place forever and ever. He gave them a decree that will never pass away. Verse 7, praise the Lord from all the earth. This is where we jump in. And again, it's not a suggestion. It's telling us, praise the Lord. Uh, from the earth, you great sea creatures and all the ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do his bidding, you mountains and all of his fruit trees and cedars, wild animals and all the cattle, small creatures, flying birds, kings of the earth and all the nations, you princes and rulers on the earth, young men and maidens, old men and children, let them praise the Lord. Does, does Psalm 148 do nothing for you? I'm telling you, when I, read, when I read Psalm 148, I just get on this high. Like, I want to go wrestle a bear now. Like, I just, I, I feel that this enormity that we live in, this, this incredible vast universe that we live in. And it says, if we don't praise the Lord, then they will praise the Lord. It says in Scripture that even the rocks will cry out. Even the rocks will cry out. Now I want to look at that this morning. And this, again, uh, I, I want to give credit. This is, this is not my original thing. This is uh, uh, from a devotion that I saw from Louis Giglio. And I did this in our last appointment. And there was a gentleman named Josh Powell. Uh, some of you may know Josh. And he helped me set this up on my iPad uh, and my phone. And I hope, hopefully uh, this works this morning. But I want to talk about this whole idea of that if we don't praise the Lord, if we don't praise the Lord, then even the rocks will cry out. Even the sun and shining stars, they will call out. And the way that this is written, this is not symbolic. This is not symbolic. The writer of this psalm really intended the idea that suns and stars would literally, literally cry out with praises. That we heard, we, we know in Genesis that the earth, it says it, it groans, it, 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 it groans. 
This whole idea is not symbolic. It is a real attribute given to stars and suns that they would cry out who the Lord is. And we're going to try to look at this that, that this morning. I'm going to try to give you a taste, if I can, of what that really looks and, more importantly, sounds like. So let's go into the universe. Let's go, let's go a long, long, long way from here. Let's go 2,000 light years away. And the first thing that I want to look at is a Vela Pulsar. That is a Vela Pulsar. Ooh. Yeah. This Vela Pulsar is 2,000 light years away. Now, we took a picture. Not we. I, did, I was not involved in this. Your tax dollars took a picture of this Vela Pulsar. <laughs> 2,000 light years away. That means if you travel at the speed of light, 24 hours a day, it would take you 2,000 years to get there. It's pretty remarkable. It's this vastness that God, this enormity uh, that God has created for us. It's a neutron star, and it oscillates on its axis, uh, on its axis at 11 times per second. You're not impressed? Oh, you go home and oscillate on your access <laughs> and do it 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and see how you feel. That might not mean any much to you by listening to that as far as me saying it. But because it oscillates at this 11 times per second on its axis, all day, every second of the day, every day of the year, it constantly rotates or uh, oscillates on its axis at 11 times per second. And what NASA did is they held a microphone up to it. And it actually produces a sound. Let's hear what that sounds like here. And you guys have just been very patient with me, okay? So let's find what that sounds like. See, this worked this morning. Does it work these all? That sounds good. We got something here. There we go. Well, maybe this pulsar said, well, 
How do I praise God? Well, I don't have much, but maybe I can oscillate on my access, access at 11 times per second. 148 verse 3 comes to life. Praise him, all ye shining stars. And maybe again, maybe that this is the way that this fellow Pulsar joins in the symphony of the praise of our Heavenly Father. Let me show you another one. This is PSRB0259-4. It's pretty, right? Kind of looks like a firework. Maybe not as impressive. If you want to get there, you have a little uh, less time than you do. This is about a thousand light years away. A thousand light years uh, is where this guy is found. And he rotates at 1.2 times per second on his axis. Axis. I can't say that word. On his axis. 1.2 times he's rotating on his axis every day of the year. All the time, whether you're sleeping or not, and this is what Mr. PSBR sounds like here. Let's get him going. Yeah, some of you are feeling it, right? White people, that's called rhythm. <laughs> <laughs>
Who knew that God had his own little string section to give him praise, honor, and glory? Maybe 47 tucked, caught wind of Psalm 148, praise him, shining stars. Praise him and give him the glory. Now, let's leave the space for a minute and let's come down where it says verse 7. Verse 7 says, praise the Lord from the earth and you great sea creatures and all ocean depths. Again, the writer here is not being symbolic. He's saying there is a literal idea that planets will praise God. And that sounds crazy. But then he goes down to the sea creatures. And this is a blue whale. Has anybody ever been whale watching? Okay, none of you. Good. Well, that's a whale. <laughs> And if you've ever seen or ever gone or ever heard, these blue whales have a beautiful song. How many of you ever heard a whale sing? Kids, if you've seen Finding Nemo, you saw whales. Let's listen to what these whales sing. It's beautiful. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful, though? Isn't that beautiful? I mean, that's peaceful to me. When I was uh, getting ready to pre in preparation for this sermon, I came in here uh, and, and just went over to make sure everything worked. And I, I found myself a couple times just sliding up that whale uh, register there and just listening to that and marveling just in the whales alone, the complex, the complex, the complexity of a whale and, and its, its workings and what it is, and then the fact that it has a song. And just that alone made me wonder and think, how great is our God? How great is our God? Who knows? Maybe, maybe, just maybe, the whales caught wind of Psalm 148, verse 7, where it says, Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures, and all the ocean depths. Whether we like it or not, no matter what's going on, whether we praise the Lord or not, this symphony, this symphony of praise is always going on. And I, and I wonder... And the question has been asked, what must it be like to be God and hear this orchestra of praise 24 hours a day, 365 days a year? That even if I, even if Jeremy doesn't cry out and how great he is, even if you are in a place where you don't want to cry out how great God is, 
that his creation screams, screams how great is our God. Now, I'm going to try to get us there this morning. Be patient with me here. See what it may be like. This is just three little stars and some whales. Let's see how it ends up here. So let's let's start with uh, let's start with our PSVR uh, friends here. Let's see what he's at. There he is. All right. Let's add our pulsar. Just you. 
the rocks will cry. Folks, that's just, if that doesn't give you goosebumps, it's just three stars, some whales singing. I don't know where some of you are this morning in your life. Some of you I do. And some of you are going through a lot. Others, everything's great in your life. And that's your story. If that's your story, fantastic. But maybe you feel that in this race, in this thing we call holiness, in this whole idea of us getting closer and closer to who God is on our journey to, to who Jesus is, maybe you feel some type of insignificance. Maybe, maybe there's something insignificant. You feel insignificant. Maybe, maybe you feel like this guy. that just because you are a believer that everything's always miserable in your life. We focus on that quite a bit because we want to make sure that even in those difficult times that you have deeply rooted in your brain and your uh, who you are, the core of who you are, that even in those difficult times we can still bring honor and glory in. But maybe this is you. Maybe this is how beautiful this is. Maybe you just found a nice rhythm and everything's going great in your life. This is how you praise the Lord. But maybe you still seem like there's some insignificance. Like, uh, am I doing okay? Uh, everything's going all right in my life. Other people are struggling. 
trying hard enough, and maybe you have that idea, but you still give praise and honor and bring what you have before the Lord. And again, what happens when you invite those people who may seem busy, you're busy people, and then you invite the people that maybe everything is going on in your life is going okay, and then you invite the people who think, do I have enough? Is what I have enough to offer God? And then you realize that in the midst of this, you're only adding to a beautiful worship symphony that God has created you for, that God has created me for, and we all have an opportunity to say how great is our God. I'm going to invite you, before we have a time to react or to make some type of thought process of what, what just happened, I'm going to invite our songsters, if they would come forward. I'm going to invite them to come and get in place. And they're going to sing for us this morning. And as they're getting in place, I, I want you to think about what you heard today. Maybe something spoke to you this morning. Maybe it was the scripture reading. Maybe it was this beautiful, beautiful baby dedication that we had today. Maybe it was this, the message this morning. Maybe you feel somehow in your life, maybe there's some insignificance in what you do that you don't have a lot to offer. Or maybe everything's going great in your life. Or maybe you're just always busy, 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 busy. But nevertheless, all of you, all of you, Listen to me, if you don't hear anything else I say this morning, look at me. You are significant in the eyes of God. You have a place. You were created for a purpose. In your purpose, you may find insignificant, but let me tell you, in your purpose, in the beautiful symphony of who God is, it brings a sweet aroma to who our Savior is. And it happens through relationship with Christ. It happens when we are yoked, that when we share the yoke with God and we walk through this thing we call life together. We fasten ourselves to him. And we go through life with God by our side, singing how great is
you know, just kind of plays on that. For you to respond to something, again, that you've heard today. Something that the Spirit may be working in your life. And I would invite you to come and kneel and pray at one of these altars. Maybe someone will come and pray with you there and come alongside and encourage you. Or maybe you just want some alone time and, and, and you don't want to be prayed with, and that's fine. Come kneel here at the Holiness table, and that will be time for just you and God. But again, don't allow this opportunity to go by without having some type of communication with God. And a lot can happen here. A lot can happen here. Your eternal destination can change. You can get rid of things that are in your life. But this also can be a place of praise. You can come down here and kneel and simply say, how great is our God. How great is our God. So as the music plays, we want to draw this out. I certainly want to give you an opportunity so come as the music plays. Stand where you are and say a prayer of how great our God is. Maybe one or two just stand and praise our Heavenly Father. Father, we do thank you for reminding us and to say that we know completely, that we would have this complete understanding of how vast the universe is. It would be 
so naive and silly of us to say, but Lord, you know every inch of your creation. You have designed not only the stars, the sun, the moons, but you designed them to sing praises to you. And Lord, we are no different in the sense that you have created us in your image, but you have also created us to sing praises of how great you are. Remind us of that in our lives. Lord, thank you for this morning. We thank you for the kids that we had amazing opportunity to symbolically give back to you, Lord. We love you and all God's people say, amen and again. Well, we can't end this service without singing Psalm 49, How Great Thou Art. Now, sometimes this song can be, uh, it can drag a little bit. So, Kelly, we're not going to drag this one. We're going to sing uh, this one, and I'm going to invite you to stand to your feet. Song number 49, O Lord my God, when I am awesome wonder, consider all the worlds thy hands have made. We talked about that, didn't we? We talked about three little stars, 47 typing, PSVR, and all those other ones we developed full sorrow. Consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, and I power throughout the universe displayed. And then the chorus, then sings my soul. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. We're going to sing verse 1. You know what? We're going to sing all three verses. We're going to sing all three verses. Let's sing verse 1. Oh, Lord my God, when I
with shouts of affirmation to take me home where joy will fill my heart. Then I will bow in humble adoration and there proclaim, my God, how great thou art. Let's sing that last verse, verse 4. When, when Christ shall come with shouts of acclamation and take me Thank you. 